The theme for the evening is Arabian Nights. Tom wears a fez and tabard, embellished with pieces of mirror and coloured beads. He found them both in an attic shop in Islington. They smelled of mothballs and insidious damp, but he was proud of his discovery, though concerned that they might be too much. He needn't have worried. The other guests are apparently competing to be too much. Roddy pointed out the hostess herself as they entered, Lady Middlesford, swathed in scarlet chiffon, beringed and bejeweled with the treasures of the Orient, veiled with a scarf of the same red from which a thousand metal ornaments dangle and clink together with the chime of tiny bells. A woman smiles up at him, sooty rings of coal around incongruously pale blue eyes. By the doors that open onto the garden stands an odalisk, her stomach bare save for the adornment of a winking ruby. Roddy left Tom as soon as they stepped out into the garden, promising to go in search of drinks, but it has been nearly an hour now, and there hasn't been any sign of him since. A woman approaches. Have you a light, darling? Her accent is regally, glassily precise, the very apotheosis of Englishness, though her outfit of ballooning silk pantaloons and tight fuchsia jerkin is pure Scheherazade. An imp's face, not pretty, too pinched about the eyes, the front teeth too long, but interesting all the same. An androgynous sparrow's body and hair, shingled below the ears, of an unfeasibly lurid apricot hue. Then suddenly he recognises her. He doesn't read the mail, as a rule, but you'd have to be a hermit not to know of this particular bright young person. Babe Makepeace, twenty-one and lives for fun. Lives, if the rumours are true, on a pitiful allowance begrudgingly bestowed by her disapproving old pa, subsists, apparently, on a diet of nuts and prairie oysters to keep that boy's body so fashionably slender in a flapper's shift. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out his lighter. She lifts a cigarette to her lips, pinching her funny little face together in a deep inhalation. You're a jewel. She gives him a playful knock on the arm. What's your name? It's Thomas. Thomas Stafford. Well, Thomas. Tommy, will you join me for a dance? She peers up at him expectantly through the jewelled loops of her headdress. That would be lovely, but perhaps later. I'm not much of a dancer. Suit yourself, Tommy. Before either of them can say another word, she is grasped about the waist by some hearty and hauled off into the throng on the dance floor. Tom doesn't much mind. He's perfectly happy, in fact, to stand back and take in the exotic strangeness of the scene before him. Down on the lake, a small boat has left the bank. In it are three figures, two men sitting, and a woman who stands between them, laughing and dribbling champagne into their open mouths straight from the bottle. One of the men pulls her down into his lap. She shrieks, and the small craft rocks crazily upon the dark water. He turns his attention back to the seething group of dancers again. He'd like to see Babe make peace dance. Apparently it's quite something. Right in the middle of the crowd he spies a familiar gingery head. Roddy. So that's where he got to. And then he sees her. The way she dances makes him think of the movement of a swan, the energy and activity beneath the surface, the smooth glide above. She rides the music. She moves within it, above it.
The bare skin of her arms is pale and bright in the lantern light, and her hair is dark, bobbed beneath her ears. Even from a distance he feels sure that where it meets her neck, the shorn part would be as soft and dense as a cat's fur. She is, quite simply, mesmerizing. There is something else, too, something more than the mere spectacle of her. She seems, what? Familiar. Yet the sense of recognition refuses to reveal itself fully to him. He strives for a proper look at her face. His sightings of her are snatched and incomplete. Finally, the band tinkles and grinds to a halt, and a new, slower melody begins. Dancers pour away towards the bar, slick with sweat, glassy-eyed and flushed with enjoyment. And she is leaving too, smiling at Roddy and politely shaking off the red hand he has landed on her upper arm. She is moving in Tom's direction, towards the house.